Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time with me today. I know that if you are listening to this episode close to the date on which it airs, if you're in the United States or another area of the world that celebrates Thanksgiving, you probably have your hands full this week. I know I do. And I wanted to talk about the holidays. I talked about them a couple of episodes ago when we did a Q&A, when I answered your questions, and a lot of them were about things like holiday strategy and binge eating. I want to take a different twist on it today because while I completely know and can relate to the fact that this can be a dicey time of year emotionally, but also circumstantially, just with the change in schedules and family coming in to visit and us going to travel and visit people and lots of celebrations where food is the centerpiece. Not only do I want to help you survive these weeks, I want to help you help yourself feel amazing every damn day, no matter what is going on. Before we do that, I want to quickly remind you because the new year is going to be here in like a minute. We're going to blink our eyes and it's going to be 2019. The waitlist is now open for the first 12 weeks to transformation of 2019. So I'm going to be opening up registration to the waitlist first before Christmas. So within the next couple of weeks, you will see the waitlist will open up registration for the winter group. The winter 12 weeks to transformation is probably starting on the second Sunday in January. I thought about doing the first Sunday, but I want to give people a little bit more time to acclimate to life at work and all the normal stuff that happens when the holidays wind down. So what I'm going to do this year that I've never done before is for people who are already ready to go, who want that first week of January to be a great week, it's going to be a bonus week. So for those of you who register right out of the gate prior to our second Sunday in January kickoff, you're going to have a bonus week with me that'll just be like fun, information, learning, momentum building, really diving into what you want, what you're going to do to create it, how I can help you. We're going to do some fun stuff in a casual get to know you week before our official kickoff. So since space is limited, I do limit the number of people that I allow into each section just so that I can be sure that I have the time available to give to everybody if and when they need my support when they need my support. 
make sure you're on the wait list. So I will link to the wait list for the winter 12 weeks of transformation in the show notes for today's episode. So you can find those at primalpotential.com forward slash 537. You'll find a link there. Or you can just go to primalpotential.com and hit the work with me tab and you will find it there as well. Or you can email me and I am happy to help you or you can direct message me on Instagram. However you choose, we will get you squared away. Um, There was one other thing I was going to say about that. Oh, yeah. If you're like, what is the 12 weeks to transformation? How does it work? How much does it cost? Take a listen to episode 515, 515, 515. We'll give you all the information about how it works, what you can expect, what it is, what it's not, who it's good for, who it's not good for, how much it costs, all of that kind of stuff is in episode 515, which I'll also link to in the show notes for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash 537. Holidays. Let's go there. I used to dread the holidays. I dreaded them because I felt bad about my body. I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. I was embarrassed to be around my family because I felt so badly about my body. I would create this story about how people are going to notice that either I hadn't lost weight or I had gained weight or I'm going to, you know, be the biggest person in the room or whatever it was. It created or my thoughts about it really created a lot of worry and nervousness and quite frankly, straight up dread. Even though I felt that way, even though I felt terrible about my body and wanted to hide, I would overeat. And then that would make me feel worse. More years than not, I felt out of control. Like the food had more power than I did. Like I wasn't capable of making choices that made me feel good. I wasn't capable of not overeating. While that was absolutely not true, It's very true of how I felt. Either I ate practically nothing at all or I ate practically everything there was. I was either barely eating, right, like a little bit of meat and salad or totally not enjoying myself. Actually, you know, to be honest, not enjoying myself either way. If I was overeating There was this voice in my head, the voice of me, being like, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? You're so disgusting. But similarly, if I was barely eating, under eating, not indulging, I was like, this sucks. This is awful. This is miserable. I want cookies, whatever it was. So I was miserable either way. I felt like I was damned if I did, damned if I didn't. I wasn't having fun when I was super rigid and extremely disciplined, but I also wasn't having fun when I was eating whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. And feeling bad in general about myself, about my body, about this damned if I do, damned if I don't kind of mentality, like, well, I'm going to have a miserable time if I go there and don't allow myself to indulge, but I'm going to be miserable if I go there and I do indulge. It almost was like this vicious cycle where the worse I felt... The worse my choices were, and the worse my choices were, the worse I felt, and it just kind of went on and on like that, and I would feel so bad about myself that I would create this perspective, tell myself this story of like, what's the point? Why bother trying? I resigned myself to misery. In doing so, 
I missed out on a lot of really amazing opportunities to enjoy holidays with people I love. I was so in my head about food and about my body that I missed out on years I won't ever get back with people that in a lot of cases I won't ever get back. Whether that is my dad who has since passed away or my grandfather who has since passed away or my ex-husband and his family that I'm certainly not going to be spending holidays with ever again. I missed out on memories with them, on experience with them because I was so in my head about food and my body. And there is another way. And that other way doesn't require that you love your body or feel amazing about it. So let me just be really clear before we get into the strategy that I want to share with you guys today. You can want something different for your body. You can want something more for your health. You cannot yet have confidence in your choices or how you look and still have an amazing time with people you love. It just requires that you shift your perspective. I'm not saying you have to say everything is amazing and I'm lucky to have a body so I'm going to love the body I have. Like, yeah, you are lucky to be alive for sure without question. But you can hold two competing ideas in your mind at the same time. You can say, I'm not happy with my body right now and I want it to be different and I'm going to do that work. And I'm also going to savor every freaking second that I get with my family or my friends or by myself today, this holiday season, this year, forever, whatever it is. You can hold two competing ideas. In fact, they say that that's what intelligence is, right? People who can can hold two competing ideas in their mind at the same time. You can... Not be happy with how your body is and also be grateful for it and also be willing to enjoy the day and not tell yourself you have to hide or be miserable or punish yourself. So let's talk about how to do that. Because in the last few years, I've taken a very different approach to the holidays. It's not either I'm super rigid and restricting or I'm like, eh, it's just a day. Eat whatever. No. It's different from that. And I'm not here to tell you that it is the right approach for you personally this year or ever. But I am going to invite you to consider something other than the cliche idea of everything in moderation or the idea of gluttony or as the idea or the idea of being really restrictive and disciplined. This came up a few weeks ago on a webinar I did with my Primal Potential Masters Club. We were talking about finding an intersection in your life where both sides of the equation feel good, meaning you feel like you're really, really, truly enjoying food and enjoying the food you love and also feeling really good about your choices. So it's not like, oh, I love ice cream, so I'm enjoying ice cream because that brings me joy. But it's this intersection of, I feel really good about the choices I'm making and the progress I'm making, and I'm also enjoying the thing I really love, ice cream, right? 
And one of my clients in the Masters Club, who in addition to just being an amazing human, she's also an amazing chef. She said that in her work in catering, they use a term called the bliss point. And from the way they talk about it, the bliss point is essentially you are giving your client what they want and more, so they're really wowed, so that you've exceeded their expectations, but you're not going so far that you're investing in frills they don't notice, don't care about, or don't appreciate, right? So you're you're going far enough that they really appreciate the extra effort, but you're not throwing on things that really aren't going to move the needle, and you're also not under-delivering, Right? Maybe your client is wowed by the fact that you piped their initials on every cookie, but the edible flowers you labored over, they're not even noticed, right? You, you don't want to go so far that you're including things that don't really move the needle or make a difference. You want to perform at the level that they're very appreciative of the attention to detail, but you're not giving more than is appreciated. I want you to think about your holidays in the same kind of way. So bliss point, it turns out, is actually like a real marketing term. And the way that I found it defined, and I will link to this or I will post this on the show show notes if you want to revisit it, a bliss point is the amount of consumption that maximizes a customer's satisfaction for a particular good or service. For example, the bliss point of ice cream might be one small bowl And the bliss point for travel might be one trip a month. A customer who exceeds their bliss point may feel stressed, unsatisfied, or regretful. Bliss point is purely related to a customer's needs and wants. So when it comes to a bliss point, I think of it for me in my own head as like a tipping point. Where is the point where I feel like I really got what I wanted out of something, but I didn't go past that, past that tipping point into, ugh, why did I do that? What is wrong with me? I wish I hadn't done that. I went too far. I don't feel good, whether that's physically or emotionally. So I think it has most obvious applications when it comes to food, but it's certainly not exclusively related to food. With food, The bliss point, the tipping point, is the point where you really enjoy every bite and you feel satisfied. You don't feel like you missed out, but you also don't feel crappy physically or emotionally. You don't feel stuffed. You don't feel guilty. You aren't thinking that you should have eased off a few plates ago. And you've heard me talk about this many times before on the show, maybe in different language and unrelated to the holidays. I want to enjoy a cookie or a piece of pie and also feel really great about it afterwards. What does that look like for me? And I know that it looks different day to day, week to week, month to month. What does it look like for me to feel that I got a real sense of satisfaction from this meal, from this experience, and I didn't go beyond the point of being satisfied. I didn't go beyond the point where now I feel tired or I wish I hadn't eaten so much, right? Maybe for you, the bliss point with alcohol is one drink. Maybe no alcohol leaves you wishing you were having a drink, but two to three drinks doesn't doesn't leave you feeling your best later that night or the next day. Maybe for the holidays, 
your bliss point is two to three bites of mashed potatoes, but not a plateful and not seconds. You only learn this through experience and you have to use your experiences to learn. What would it look like when we're looking at maybe your Thanksgiving meal or that holiday party or just dinner out with your friends or your spouse? What would it look like to enjoy it fully and feel amazing afterwards? That is your bliss point for that experience. You feel great about your choices before you make them, while you're making them, and after you've made them. This goes along with you cannot argue for your own powerlessness. You can't expect to feel great or make great choices and also tell yourself that you have no control. I get so many emails every single day from people who say, well, once I start, I just can't stop. Or, you know, when my mom's around, I just lose my mind and I numb out by eating everything. Differentiate between your past and your potential. I get that maybe you've operated that way before, but you cannot expect to employ this as a successful strategy if you are simultaneously telling yourself that you can't, if you are simultaneously limiting your next experience by your last experience. Your last experience doesn't have anything to do with this one. You are free to take a different tactic this time around. You can either believe more in your past or you can leave the past behind you and just believe in your power in the moment you are in. In fact, this might seem completely random, but I promise it is related. So just this morning or yesterday, recently, one of my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients shared a way that she is using this power she has to kind of leave the past behind and create a new version of reality right now, no matter what she has done in the past. So this is what she posted. She said, I didn't sleep well on Thursday night. I woke up early Friday for my morning routine. I immediately said to myself, ugh, I didn't sleep well. I'm so exhausted. Today is going to drag. I loved the letter to ourself challenge. So within the 12 Weeks of Transformation in the veteran group, we did this particular challenge she's referencing. And she says, I still do it every day. So Friday's letter said to myself, you can either use your energy to convince yourself that you're so tired and lay around, or you can convince yourself that you are full of energy and you are going to crush your day. You have the choice to drag butt or kick butt. I edited that a little bit for language. She said, well, by 12 p.m., I have worked from home, worked out, mowed the front and backyard, weeded, done three loads of laundry and picked up the house. No nap and didn't even yawn until about 8.30 p.m. It was empowering to realize that I directed my story. Think it, do it. I directed my story. My circumstance didn't direct my story. Keep that in mind when you're thinking about the holidays. You can convince yourself that the amount of food and the personalities and the holiday direct your choices. They're your circumstances and they dictate what you do. Or you can realize that the way you think about it, the mindset you take into it is going to make the biggest difference because it does. You can convince yourself that you can't do this, that it won't work, that you don't know how, or You can convince yourself that you can do this, that you will try, that you will learn, that you will do your best. 
that you will use this holiday or this Thursday night dinner out as a chance to practice. So today, actually, after I record this, I am doing my pre-Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. My boyfriend has to work on Thanksgiving and my family is having actual Thanksgiving dinner catered. Long story there. But I wanted to cook a Thanksgiving meal. So I'm doing that today. And I will tell you what my bliss point looks like today and also that it is different from what my bliss point will look like on Thanksgiving with my family. Super important to not realize or to realize that you're not setting this standard for the rest of your life and you have to stick with it. So for today, this meal that I'm making at home for my good friend and my boyfriend, my bliss point is no starch, no dessert, one drink. So I am not preparing any starch. There's no potatoes. There's no bread. uh, There's no stuffing. If you got my VIP email, you know what I am preparing. Little side note, I am making a turkey. I am making a roasted garlic cauliflower. I am making mashed carrots and parsnips and also Brussels sprouts with bacon and cranberries and walnuts. So no starch, no sugar. I'm not making a dessert, but I will have a drink, an alcoholic drink for sure. That's my bliss point. I've made food that I love, that I'm really, really going to enjoy. The other thing that contributes to my bliss point is I'm not eating before the meal. I'm not eating before the meal or after the meal because I know that I'm giving my body for one meal, if it was one of many, probably more fuel than it needs. But if it's one meal of the day, then I've given myself a little bit more wiggle room to indulge a bit more in the food that I create. So that's that. But It's different from my bliss point when I'm with my family. I know there's going to be a ton of appetizers and a ton of desserts and a ton of drinks. So while I'll have an alcoholic drink today, I won't have one on actual Thanksgiving Day because for me, I'd rather have a couple of my mom's cookies. But I also know they're they're small cookies, like they're, they're probably half the size of the palm of my hand and I have pretty small hands. At least I think I have small hands. It's all relative, right? Random. What am I? Like, I'm the randomest person ever. Anyway, um, so my strategy for my bliss point on actual Thanksgiving Day is I'd rather have a couple of those cookies from my mom than potatoes, than bread, than all of that other stuff. And when I think about the cookies, I'm like, all right, what is the bliss point there? I know that if I had 10 of them, I would feel like crap. So what is my bliss point? And I think that while I acknowledge it is a learning experience, I think two cookies is a great plan. But I also then know, all right, if I'm going to do turkey and veggies and cookies, that I'm probably not going to need to eat afterwards and I'm probably going to keep whatever I eat beforehand really light. I'm going to skip the appetizers, that sort of thing. That way, I can fully enjoy the meal and the time with my family, and also feel really great afterwards. But bliss point is not just about food. It's about everything, right? What is that sweet spot with sleep? I'm sure we can all relate to having slept too much and then feeling kind of like groggy and like we're dragging because we actually got too much sleep and we can all relate to having too little sleep. 
For me, early to bed, early to rise. That is my bliss point with sleep between seven and eight hours. More and I don't feel super sharp. Less and I don't feel super sharp. For alcohol, generally speaking, it's two to three drinks per month. That has nothing to do with what your bliss point should be. But I know that if I have a drink like a few nights a week or even once a week, I'm more foggy the day after. So I just don't feel as great. I don't feel as great in my skin. I don't feel as sharp mentally when I'm working. So I know from my experience, because I've drinking a lot, I've drank a lot less and I've drank a lot more, two to three drinks per month is where I feel really best. Same thing with working out. I know that five intense workouts or six workouts where one is less intense per week is where I feel my best. If I'm doing more, I'm not recovering really well. If I'm doing less, I don't have as much energy and I don't feel as good in my body. Remember that this changes. Ask me in six months about alcohol or about indulging or about sleep or about work, right? Because work is a big part of it too. Where is that point where I am working really hard and I feel productive and proud of my efforts and also I am enjoying my life not working? Where is that? It's going to change. I'm learning over time. When I was really, really, really unhappy with my weight, my bliss point was impacted significantly by that. So I indulged less than I do now because I felt better indulging less because it was relative to my unhappiness with my weight. The question to ask yourself is, what will it take for me to feel amazing? Amazing about my choices while I'm making them, like this is really delicious and I love it, and also really amazing afterwards. This is something that is not just specific to the holidays. I was thinking about this the other night when I was out to eat with my boyfriend. My bliss point that night was meat and vegetables. That is going to be something that I really enjoy. We went to a Mexican restaurant. So I got a salad. Um, it was like a Cobb salad with grilled chicken and I drank water and I didn't eat the tortilla chips. I had some salsa and some guacamole just with my fork and that felt really, really great. I wanted to go home feeling great about my choices. I wanted to wake up feeling great in my skin and that was what that looked like on that night. Think about this. What will it take for you to feel amazing with every aspect of the decisions you make? What is the point where you feel great about your body, but not like crazy wacko about it and also not terrible about it? What is the point in this meal, in this week, in this day, in this holiday, where you feel really great about your food choices and also you feel great about your enjoyment of food? Where's the point for you where you feel like you're enjoying time alone and also enjoying time with others? Where's the point where you're getting enough sleep and enough rest and enough awake time, not too much sleep, not too much rest, not, you know, not enough? Where is the point where you feel like you're working and being productive and also having enough time away from work so you can enjoy your life and return to your work recharged? Your bliss point of your life is where all of these things intersect. 
And it's never going to perfectly intersect, right? Like maybe you feel really amazing about your food choices and your workout choices, but you're not getting enough sleep. So that's where you want to do a little bit of work. Maybe you feel really amazing about your professional and personal life balance and maybe your financial situation, but you need to do some work on the bliss point with food because you're going too far overboard or you're over-restricting too much and so you're just creating too much stress and anxiety around the idea of food and weight. What are the areas of your life that matter most to you? For me, one thing that I'm always working to find my bliss point on is connecting with others and having downtime to myself. If I'm spending too much time with myself, I feel like I'm not connecting enough with others. If I'm spending too much time socially, then I feel a little overwhelmed and like I need some downtime. I'm always working to find that bliss point, knowing that it's a moving target. But this is something you can bring into the holiday with far less stress. What would it look like for you to go into the holiday feeling really good about your choices and leave feeling really good about your choices? Be very specific and commit to the practice of it. So some specific things that I am doing to make sure that my holidays feel amazing and I feel amazing without negativity, without drama, without unhappiness or guilt or regret or gluttony is I'm taking it moment by moment, right? If I do four holiday parties and I have three holiday celebrations in my own home or in family homes, with each one I'm going to say, okay, what's worth it? What's not worth it? How can I go into it, feel like I've enjoyed everything and also leave feeling amazing and then I'm going to learn from it. If I have two cookies and all I can think about is pie, well, I'm going to keep that in mind for the next time and maybe the pie is more worth it than the cookies or maybe I want to have a half a cookie and a half a piece of pie or, you know, those are the kinds of adjustments that we learn as we go and as we grow. But instead of just dismissing it, ah, screw it, I'll do better tomorrow, that is the problem. It's not about overindulging on the holidays that's the problem. It is the perspective of who cares, why bother, I'll do better tomorrow. Today counts. And you can feel amazing today, whether today is Christmas, whether today is a family party, whether today is your wedding anniversary, it really doesn't matter. You can feel amazing today and it will take some intentionality. And I want you to practice that. Let's wrap up with what I ate recently that I really loved as well as a workout I did recently that I loved. And I will tell you, I just got back a few days ago from spending the weekend with the Primal Potential Masters Club. Oh my gosh. It was just an amazing time. But what was also really cool is how easy it was to cook for a big group in a way that didn't have people because we, you know, we we did the cooking ourselves. We went out to dinner one night, um, but we cooked together collectively, people pitching in to do different things, and nobody felt like they were stuck in the kitchen for days, that it took hours to prepare a meal. Everything we ate was not only super easy and straightforward, it was delicious, it was fat loss friendly. So um, everything that I ate there I was excited about. We did salmon cakes. That is an easy thing to do that takes almost no time to put together. 
I use, so the only thing in the world that I use canned salmon for is salmon cakes because I actually think that they are so much better and they're not fishy at all. I wish you guys could hear from people in the Masters Club who had never had salmon cakes before and thought they would be gross and were like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. I'm making these. So we did the uh, salmon cakes with Wild Planet canned salmon from Thrive Market because it's crazy affordable and it just makes it that much easier. So you just drain out, I'm not really giving you a recipe here, but um, you drain the water from the canned salmon and we got six cans of the Wild Planet canned salmon. That way we know it's not like farmed. There's no dyes in it. A lot of people do add dye to make the salmon a red or pink color. Wild Planet brand is not only delicious, but also free from all of that junk. So then you just add egg, a tiny bit of coconut flour. Um, I love the Primal Kitchen Dijon mustard, and I don't like mustard, but adding it to the salmon cakes is really, really great. Got that from Thrive Market, too. If you haven't tried that, especially if you're a mustard lover, so, so good. We got the meat box from Thrive Market, too, the chicken one, poultry. So it comes with chicken breasts and chicken thighs, and we literally just threw them on the grill plain and then made up some Brussels sprouts. That was amazing. With all the leftover food we had in the fridge before we left, I made frittatas one night. So we had leftover ground beef that we had used to go with palmini, like we did palmini with meat sauce. And we took the leftover ground beef with eggs and veggies and all sorts of good stuff and just threw it in the oven and made an amazing frittata. And we got a case of the Thrive Market wine. They have a new clean wine brand, or it's really the Thrive Market brand, but a line of clean wines that don't have sugars added, that are sustainably farmed, that don't have all the additives that give you headaches and hangovers. So I got a case of that. And while I didn't drink any of the wine, my clients were all like, this is really, really tasty, super high quality, really fresh tasting. Uh, that went out really, really quickly. So um, yeah, if you want to give any of those things a try, check out thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential. And the reason you want to go through that URL, thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential, is because then you can save an extra 25% on your first order and you can get a free 30-day trial membership. A workout I loved. Well, this week was a little nuts because I was in the recording studio for long, long days doing the audio version of my book, but I brought my kettlebell with me. So when I was in the studio, when we had to do a little editing break or there were like computer problems or we were uploading files, I would just start doing some swings and some goblet squats and some deadlifts because it was pretty dark in there and you're just reading and reading and reading. And I knew that a huge part of keeping my energy up, right? It's not always about fitness. Just keeping my energy high was movement. So anyways, let me know what you think of this idea of your bliss point and what it might look like for you. I would love to hear. Just DM me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. I would love to hear how you're trying this on for size and what it looks like for you. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash 
join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.